Here we go. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. All right, so here we are. It's Friday, May the 14th of 2021. May the 14th be with you. Okay. Here we go. Good one. I was very disappointed this uh, this morning when I woke up because uh, I heard my coffee maker like it was done and it kind of beeps when it's done. Yeah. And I know, man, it's ready for me. I just had woken up and I walked in there to the kitchen and I grabbed the little, what do you call it, the mug? What, it's not a mug. The handle? Yeah, but what do you call that thing? The, uh, oh, the, pot. the, the pitcher. The pitcher. So I, I grabbed the pot of coffee, and I realized the coffee looked a little bit weak. And Uh-oh. I opened up the basket thing, and I realized I put no coffee grounds in there. So that 10-minute <laughs> brew meant that I was just heating up warm water. That's not good. And then it was like 10 more minutes, and everything felt like it was going in slow motion. Mm. So it's going to take you a little bit longer today. Oh, I decided to go ahead and just start chugging it. Oh. Like I was doing shots of it. Oh. So... That's what happens on Friday, you know? Mm-hmm. Happens on Monday and it happens on Friday because by Friday we are wore out We're from the done. week. So I was looking at the forecast for around the state, right? So in the northern and northeast part of the state, sunny and like low 70s today. But in central Arkansas, southeast Arkansas, it looks like sunshine in 75. Somewhere sunny at 75. That's good stuff right here. So I'm kind of excited about the weather. That's kind of a nice Me forecast too. to wake up to, right? Mm-hmm. So again, today is May the 14th. It is National Decency Day, which Kelly stopped celebrating about <laughs> 20 years ago. That is rude. <laughs> okay, that's how we're going to start. All it's right. also National Dance Like a Chicken Day. Well, not exactly. No comment. What does a chicken do? Is that like the chicken? Oh, is that the chicken dance? I, don't, I mean, that's what I think of. Okay, so we'll do that live on Instagram later on this <laughs> <Sure>. morning. <laughs> and for people who don't actually hear us say that, they're just going to wonder what in the heck we're doing. Why is that radio yeah. show dancing like chickens this morning? It's also National Buttermilk Biscuit Day. What? And you know what I think of when I think of buttermilk biscuits? Oh, yeah, I think of Sir Mix a lot. Yeah. See if you remember this. Listen to this so many times. I think I did too. And it was like a silly rap song. Yes. We loved it. Yeah, of course. We were children loving rap at that point. (laughs) Yeah. And then my friends started getting the rap uh, cassettes, I guess, at the time that had explicit lyric uh, warnings on the front. They were the rebel kids. They were. I had Michael Bolton. They had (laughs) bad explicit music. That's a true story, though. I know. It's very much why I am the way that I am. So, why are you the way that you are? We're not exactly sure, but we're glad you're here with us this morning. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the year was 2011, and Sarah Evans had the number one song in country music on this day. I get a little bit stronger. It's proof it can get better, man. You get better. Get along without you, baby. I'm better off without you, baby. How does it feel without me, baby? I'm getting stronger without you, baby. It's gonna stick it out, man. Be tough, be strong. And I'm done hoping 
number one on this day in 2011. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Sunny and beautiful as we go throughout the day, Arkansas. We're talking about sunshine and low to mid 70s across the natural state. So that's great news for Friday. Like you don't want to think about, oh yeah, I'm going to get off work today. It's going to be raining when I get off work. (laughs) Yeah. You want to think sunshine and beautiful when you leave the office. And I bet you on a day like this in spring where it's sunny and it's in the 70s, I bet we find people leaving work a little bit early. What? Yeah, probably so. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Friends. Go. We finally know. We have waited. Yes. We have waited and waited and waited, and now we finally know. No one told you that was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke. Your love lasts to your way. They're back. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. But so Friends, the Friends reunion hitting HBO Max on the 27th of this month, May 27th. So along with the main cast, the show is loaded with all kinds of guest stars. Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, BTS. That's going to be dynamite. Yes, thank you. Other celebs in the Friends reunion show include uh, the famous the famous fans and people who've appeared on the show like Reese Witherspoon, Tom Selleck, Elliot Gould, and Christina Pickles, who played Ross and Monica's parents. Cindy Crawford, James Corden, Kit Harington, who played Chandler's mom, and Mindy Kaling. And perhaps most importantly, Maggie Wheeler, also known as Janice, one of your favorite characters. No, not at all. Chandler Bing, my little bingling. Does she actually say that? Bingling was one of his names, yeah. So anyway, the Friends reunion... HBO Max, May 27th. Could we be any more excited? We got HBO Max last month because of Godzilla versus Donkey Kong or something. Uh-huh. That's it. Kai got it. And then, like, I was supposed to cancel it, and nope. I didn't cancel it. You I can't forgot. now. No, not because of the Friends Yeah, deal. you'll have to wait. Yeah. It's going to end up being probably three months of it when I needed <laughs> it for one day. <laughs> because we as humans are lazy. I know. Anyway, May 27th, HBO Max. I got your gossip on Chrissy Teigen. So Chrissy Teigen's had a bad week. And it's wild because sometimes when things start to go bad, they go from bad to worse. And 
So early in the week, Courtney Stodden came out and said that she was bullied online by Chrissy Teigen back a number of years ago. At the time Courtney Stodden was 16, she married a 50-year-old. Mm-hmm. So Chrissy Teigen, to be funny and sarcastic, was kind of bashing her. Uh, since then, since she came out and told people that, other people have said they were attacked as well, including a nine-year-old little girl who was uh, made fun of by Chrissy Teigen. And uh, do you remember Farrah Abraham? She was on like one of those... Is she a pregnant show or something? Teen 16 mom? and pregnant or teen mom or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So then she went off and she did some different stuff in, in um, the adult world. Oh, okay. And Chrissy Teigen was like calling her some names, really hateful things. And she says she has proof of that. A lot of this stuff is now gone from Twitter. It's like they tried to clean themselves of all the bad stuff. But all of a sudden out comes Target who says that the line of cookware they were carrying that was created by Chrissy Teigen is no longer going to be available in Target stores. Now, Target's trying to tell people this was already a plan that they had talked about this and the deal was up, but a lot of people are kind of wondering uh, what caused that and what the real story is behind Target and Chrissy Teigen. Gotcha gossip on Ellen DeGeneres. So Ellen did her first television interview on the Today Show since announcing the end of her talk show. And Ellen denied any knowledge of a toxic workplace environment where top producers engage in any misconduct. And Ellen kind of suggested that the allegations were orchestrated. Basically Mm. saying she didn't understand it. She still doesn't. It was too coordinated how everything happened. Again, this is Ellen DeGeneres. She says, quote, people get picked on, but for four months straight for me and for me to read in the press about a toxic work environment when all I've ever heard from every guest that comes on my show is what a happy atmosphere this is and how what a happy place it is. So Ellen goes on, defends herself by mentioning there is no way she could have known when there's 255 employees and they're all in different buildings. But she does wish somebody would have come to her and said, hey, there's some stuff going on that you need to know about. Mm -hmm. Um, She kind of regrets that people didn't think that they could come to her. Anyway, Ellen DeGeneres denying any knowledge of having a toxic workplace. Well, and some of the people who came out not only were saying that the workplace was bad, but they also said she wasn't real nice to people as well. Mm-hmm. And I hate that because I'm a fan. Like, yeah, I'm a fan of Ellen. I think the show is uplifting and it's fun and it's funny and it's quirky yeah. and she does great things for people. But at the same point, if she really didn't know, that sucks. Yeah. Okay, so final thing. Gotcha gossip on Bon Jovi. So John Bon Jovi was playing a show, and he went off into this song that is a cover of a current pop song, and it's one that I think most people in the venue didn't think he would be covering. But when he did it, they got all excited. You're about to hear John Bon Jovi on stage covering Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar. Here's Bon Jovi. I want your faith in the sugar I want a small club type gig and that crowd's loving it and imagine you're Harry Styles and you wake up and you realize that John Bon Jovi just covered you that's a pretty mm-hmm. cool story and of course every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning we gotcha gossip Brandon Baxter in the morning couple of uh, trending type of topics out this morning right uh, one of the topics is Prince Harry is talking about how he never really wanted to be in the royal family Mm. which is a really big story. So evidently the story is, is he saw how it affected his family and he saw how the paparazzi followed his mom 
uh, Princess Diana and how that was when he was a kid. And it kind of freaked him out a little bit. He wanted to be able to live his own life. And uh, the biggest issue was being born into that. You didn't have a choice. He didn't have a choice Mm -hmm. because he was in that family. So he was going to get that kind of attention. Not that he's not going to now, but he's no longer, I guess, attached the same way Mm -hmm. to the family, which is really wild. And I can't remember exactly how the paparazzi treated Princess Diana, even though I think at the end it was bad, right? Yeah, at the end, yeah, it was really bad. So basically you grow up in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I guess she was married into it, but yeah. still a wild mm-hmm. story. He says he never really wanted to be in the royal family, and that's the reason it was so easy for him just to get away from it. So that's one of the things that's kind of a trending wow. topic this morning. There's also talk about uh, this upcoming NFL season. Uh, tickets went on sale uh, for some of the games, right? And Tom Brady is going back to New England to play the Patriots. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to play the Patriots. It's like the hottest ticket in football Mm -hmm. because Tom Brady goes home to the place that he played for all those different years. Uh, So they're talking about ticket prices. Some of those tickets are going for around $1,100 a ticket. And if you want to sit at the the 50-yard line and you want to go buy them, they're selling some of those for uh, $12,000. Well, typically when I go to NFL games, I like sitting on the 50-yard line. Right. Real close, right? Like third or fourth row. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when I was a kid. It was like we do Thanksgiving at Papa Nana's house in Dallas. And it wasn't too far from Texas Stadium, which is where the Cowboys would play. And they always do the Thanksgiving night game in Dallas, right? Yeah. It's happened like that forever. And Papa would be like, anybody want to go to the Cowboys game? And he'd buy everybody tickets who wanted to go. And like all my cousins and my brother was like, yeah, let's go to the Cowboys game. And I would be mad if they made me go. Wow. Isn't that wild? Yes. I just didn't care back then. It's kind of the way Kai is right now. He's like, Mm -hmm. I don't really know. I don't really understand football. Yeah. And then like now, if somebody says, hey, I've got tickets to the Cowboys game, I'd be like, when do we leave? What game is it? I don't care if it's a bad team, I'm going. Yeah. But back then, man, didn't want to go. But a lot of people want to go see Tom Brady return to New England. And again, those tickets range in price from $1,100 all the way up to $12,000. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I want you to think about what you did this morning when your alarm went off, right? Like how you reacted initially. Um, can you tell me what happens in your house? Like, what do you do? <laughs> I jump like uh, uh, something's like happened every time. every single time. Why is that? I, who knows? I don't know. I do the same thing. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. I am startled. Yeah, dumb. That's a dumb way like to start I, today. Like I've never woken up before. Right. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. And that's how we start today. So a new study is finding that for those people who hear the alarm and then reach over, you know, you're kind of like, wait, where is it? And you're mm-hmm. tapping your nightstand and then you hit the snooze button. Yep. That ain't good. <laughs> they say it's real bad, as a matter of fact. And uh, basically, a lot of times, if you hit that snooze button, you're going to end up uh, you're going to end up ruining your day from the very first moment. I can see that. And they say if you're one of the people who taps it twice, mm-hmm. and it means like you go like almost 20 minutes of extra sleep, you might as well not even wake up. Oh no! According to the recent study, yeah, that's just not the way to do it. Like I was telling my friend, we had uh, we actually had Jeff Jarrett on this week, but a number of months ago, we were talking about how I wake up in the morning and function. And I'm like, man, it's as soon as the alarm goes off, I'm up because mm-hmm. I got to be. Well, I have three alarms set. Oh, you do? Yeah, you do. Just in case I do, because I am alarmed when I when I wake up. Yeah. And so sometimes I don't know what I'm doing, so I'll hit it or whatever. And so I make sure that there's another one that's going to go off in five minutes just in case. No, that's, I mean, mine is set like that too. Not three, but I have two. Yeah. But again, it's like, I'm so startled. I have energy immediately. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like the, the, what do you call it? The fight or flight deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Huh? Am I going to have to defend the family? <laughs> no, it's your stupid alarm that goes off every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. 
The toughest day to wake up, of course, is Monday. They say Tuesday is second as far as the toughest days to wake up. But they also say that a lot of people feel triggered when they hear an alarm, like they're already upset. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a bad sound. Here's what I would do. If I were rich, right? Yeah. I would hire somebody to gently wake me up. So as opposed to the alarm going off and meep, 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 and I'm scared and I shoot out of bed and it's like my heart rate, my heart rate is already uh-huh. spiked, I would just have somebody kind of slightly, lightly tap. So you still want to be a small child because that's how we used to wake our kids up. We would scratch their back. You know, I'll wake up, dart, especially our daughter. Yeah. Who was always in a little bit more of a bad mood than everyone else. Yeah. Wake up. You know, scratch your back. No alarm. Yes, I want to be treated like a child. That's exactly wow. how I want to be treated. I want I'm gonna hire somebody Let me just know how to, that works to stay at my house uh-huh. and when it's time for me to wake up. Okay. It's just like, Hey Brad, it's time oh. to get up. Okay. My wife did this the other day. I, I went home for a nap and typically not no, she didn't wake me up. Oh. She was trying to tell me she was leaving, right? Oh. So I go home for my nap, and for whatever reason, like when I nap in the middle of the day, because we wake up so early and we have all this caffeine, and then it's like, bam, boom, Crash. it's all over. Like, I fall asleep almost instantly. And, and when we take a nap, it's like we have REM sleep. Yeah. Like, we are, it's, it's, we're deep sleep. Doesn't even make any Mm-mm. sense how it's humanly possible for it to go like that. But it does. Like, I get better rest in my nap than I do at mm-hmm. night. But my wife, as opposed to coming to me and like uh, kind of lightly tapping me and saying, Hey, I'm about to go over to Meemaw's house. She's standing up across from room. I'm going to Meemaw's. Love you. And it shoots me out of the bed. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And then my heart rate has spiked so high, uh-huh. there's no way I can go back to bed. Yeah. Like, hey, do you think maybe you could, you could be a little more gentle with that? Gentle. So if I had the money to do it, if I had the money to hire somebody to gently wake me up, that is the first thing I would do <laughs> is hire somebody to gently wake me up hmm. in a French maid's outfit. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. All right, there's this guy in Township, Ohio, and earlier this week, he stole 14 cases of Bud Light from a Kroger grocery store. Then he rolled the shopping cart back inside and tried to return all the Bud Light because he told the staff, I don't know why this reminds me of you, that his wife bought the wrong beer. This is brilliant. Brilliant. So the employees couldn't confirm his story, so the guy stormed out with all of the Bud Light. And when the store looked at the surveillance footage, they figured out what had happened, so they called the police. Now the police are trying to track the, the guy down. I mean, he told them that his wife brought the bought the wrong beer. He's already blaming her, and she wasn't even there. Yeah, but it happens like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, speaking of adult beverages, why do they never serve beer at a math party? Ooh, I have no idea. Why don't they? Because you can't drink and derive. <laughs> derive. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> There's even more proof that people are crazy. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's a math word. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Friday morning, y'all. We appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. Kelly told us that, that she had this issue, and outside of the comic store and karate studio, she found this bird, and they were afraid the bird wasn't going to make it because the bird was no longer flying or something. And, she it was hurt all distraught. Its wing, yeah. Oh yeah. The bird hurt its wing, so Kelly put the bird in a box, turned the box upside down, and <laughs> trapped it on the ground. That is well, actually, that is true at first. 
But then I... I know how to fix them. Let's trap them. But then I calmly got the pigeon um, into the box, and I turned it over on the side. So he had a choice. Either he could, after he felt better, he could make a run for it and fly off, or... But he was also protected from people that were trying to prey on him. It was a hawk you thought was going to get him. You thought the hawk was going to swoop down and pick up this pigeon. Because I've seen it happen before, and it happened in front of my 13-year-old, and it was extremely... um, tragic oh so the 13 year old saw the poor little pigeon yes how big is a pigeon anyway um it is about as big as like a big squirrel okay so the pigeon is out there kelly actually picks up the pigeon and puts it in a box with a towel yeah okay but you still handled a bird a wild live animal i did and it let me because i think i've been talking to it for a couple of years Mm -hmm. you know it's been at this at the school for a couple years so there was a lot of people yesterday they were like have you seen the pigeon because we talked about it. Yeah. So I went, when I got to the school yesterday, I looked up and I did not see um, either pigeon. So what I'm, what oh. I'm hoping, and I, and I looked all, I looked all around. I went into the grass. I looked over by the mailbox, by the trees. I looked for feathers to see if maybe it had been, you know, like, I don't, you know. Like the deal is you're like, really, you're concerned. Yeah, like, like it you has, really want to know what happened to no, this pigeon. No, I really do. And I had like two kids walking around helping me try to see if we could find any remnants of the pigeon. And what if you would have found them with children, Kelly? I'm not sure that was a good move. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would have. Maybe I would have seen it first and like guided the children back inside. Right. But um, this is what I want to believe. I'm going to choose to believe that. The, the mate of the pigeon um, went in and found it and was yeah. like, hey, what happened? You hit the window pretty hard. You okay? And you know, they talked and it took care of its its mate. And then all of a sudden they flew off and they decided, hey, we don't need to fly into that window anymore. Right. We probably need to live somewhere where it's a little safer. Let's move. That's what I'm going to choose yeah. to believe today. That's what you want to believe. That is what I am believing. You want to believe that this bird who came crashing into the window at 50 miles per hour and smacked itself into the window and couldn't even stand up or figure out where it is. You want to believe that that bird can now fly. Yes. I believe I can fly. Yes, play it. This is the bird. I believe I can touch the sky. Oh, bird. I think about it every night and day. I want to believe that he remembered that human that was so nice to him and protected him from the elements. Basically, you were there to teach this bird how to learn to fly again. I mean, little bird, little pigeon, fly away, please. I want to get away. I want to fly away. Yeah. I mean, just like a good little bird. And one, two, three, like a bird I sing. Cause you've given me the most beautiful set of wings. And I'm so glad you're here. It's about you, isn't it? It's about you. So glad you were there to help this pigeon. Oh, my little pigeon. You cute little pigeon, you. That bird, man, learned to fly, and Kelly's happy. Come on, bird, get up. I believe it's time for me to fly. Yeah. The pigeons flying over the road. Pooping on cars. 
That's what they do. They don't even care. You said we'd work it out. You said that sure had no doubt. That deep down we were really in love. Oh, sorry. I don't think you were actually in love with the pigeon, were you? <laughs> no. Okay. I want to fly like an eagle <laughs> to the sea. So I think of all that, you know, and legit, it's a happy ending to the story. And it's one of those deals where at the end of it, it's kind of, it reminds me of the Andy Griffith show. Does it? Where Opie got the bird. And Opie was trying to heal the bird. And yeah. Andy was out there in the front yard and had to basically tell Opie that if you really love this bird, now that the bird is better, you must release the bird. And if the bird is able to fly, you did your part. Andy always teaching those lessons. Andy Taylor. Yep. From Mayberry. He's the inspiration for Kelly and her lover of, uh, no, love of pigeons. Not lover of pigeons. I think that's a different story altogether. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, May the 14th of 2021. Local birthdays. Local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday, and a special happy birthday goes out to Noah Carmen, who's turning seven years old in Maynard. Love from mom, dad, and your sisters. I want to read you the message. This says, we listen every day. He even pretends to be Kelly Perry and says, good morning, Arkansas, like she does. I can't tell you how many times I've had to replay the podcast from his birthday last year just so we can hear you guys mention his name. He thinks it's the coolest thing. So we got to beat last year, if he likes last year, right? Yeah. So Noah, you're about to hear yourself on the radio. Because Kelly was telling me that your mom has sent her a video of you doing Good Morning Arkansas. So this is Noah on his birthday. Are you ready? Noah Carmen has three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. There you go. Noah Carmen, I love it. He's going to take my job. Hopefully. <gasps> Rude! <laughs> Noah Carmen Maynard, seven years old today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Michael Duke of Walnut Ridge, who turns 40 today. Terry Williams of Paragould. Bailey Beck is celebrating. Heather Hicks from Wynn. Trevor Vaughn of Jonesboro. Lisa Long has a birthday today. And Courtney Hirons of Wynn celebrates as well. How about tomorrow's birthdays? Happy birthday to our friend, Former Miss Arkansas, Claudia Rappo. Happy birthday. She has a birthday coming up tomorrow. Kai has... Oh, he would kill uh-huh. me if I say it. He would kill me. I think you should. Kai has a little bit of a crush on Miss Claudia. I mean, who doesn't? So, happy birthday, Claudia. It's like I've known her since she mm-hmm. was a little kid, and she was Miss Arkansas. Yeah. How old does that make me sound, right? <laughs> happy birthday goes out to Danica Lopez of Jonesboro, who will celebrate <clears throat> tomorrow as well. Happy birthday. Amber Watts. Of Jonesboro, David McFall of Jonesboro, Janet Simmons of Jonesboro, Nikki Nix from Wynn, Jenna Malone of Jonesboro tomorrow, Drew Copeland has a birthday tomorrow, and Michelle Polk of Jonesboro celebrates tomorrow as well. Happy birthday. On Sunday, Tara Townsend Thomason is celebrating a birthday. We just talked to her a couple yeah, weeks ago. happy birthday. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh, Christian Osorio 
Of Jonesboro turned 17 on Sunday, DJ Hallmark of Wynn and Angie Haley of Evening Shade celebrates on Sunday as well. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say... Happy birthday birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. You still love this show. Miranda Cosgrove is 28 today from iCarly. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate that. (laughs) Rob Gronkowski is 32 from Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Let's see. Dustin Lynch is 36 today. Happy birthday, Dustin Lynch. I got it. Good girl, cause I got myself a good girl. Still can't believe I found you. Can't imagine life Dustin Lynch celebrating today. You know, Dustin Lynch, he's just a small town boy. Dustin Lynch, 36 years old today. Mark Zuckerberg is 37. Of course, he started Facebook out of his dorm room in 2004. Today, his net worth is approximately $75.7 billion. That is so dumb. Happy birthday today to Danny Wood. You may remember him from New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah. Baby. You went to a New Kids concert, didn't you? <laughs> no, but if you oh. wanted to go pick up some girls, that's where you went, man. <laughs> you can, you still do that because the girls still go to the New Kids shows when yeah. they go on tour. Mm-hmm, that's so true. Danny Wood of New Kids on the Block is turning 52. Fabrice Morvan is 55 from this group right here. Millie Vanilli. Let's shine at nights. Whatever you do, don't put the blame on you. Millie Vanilli, they were big too. Boom. I love you. Fabrice Morvan, 55 today. Happy birthday today to Cece DeVille, who is 59, from Poison. But a good time, how can I resist? Ain't looking for nothing but a good time. And it don't get better than this. C.C. DeVille celebrating today. Doing some poison. Friday's birthday, CC Deville. I gotta touch you, cause maybe we'll be at the drive-in in the old man's hood. So, CC Deville celebrating today. The man behind Star Wars and Indiana Jones is 77 today, George Lucas. Happy birthday to the creator, George Lucas. And celebrating on Saturday, Andy Murray will be 34, tennis star. Alexandra Breckenridge will be 39. That's Kevin's ex-wife, Sophie, on This Is Us. Emmett Smith will be 52, retired Dallas Cowboy legend and Dancing with the Stars winner. Dan Patrick will be 65 on Saturday. And celebrating on Sunday, Megan Fox will be 35. Adam Richmond will be 47 from Man Vs. Food. Tracy Gold will be 52. That was Carol Seaver on Growing Pains. Janet Jackson. Ooh. We'll be 55 on Sunday. From the Super Bowl. Uh, 
Yeah, she was at the Super Bowl one time. Half time. Here we go. Black cat nine, like short days, long nights, living on the edge, not afraid to die. Do you know all these words? I do. Because I love Michael Jackson. Of course I'm going to love Janet Jackson, too. That is not right. Hang on. That is. I did not know she said that. That is not G's. G's. That is the wrong one. I had one more Janet, and I'm not sure what I did with it. Oh, it was this one. This is my favorite Janet right here. That's a good one. Come on. I do without you. Janet Jackson celebrates on Sunday. Also on Sunday, Pierce Brosnan is 68 from James Bond. And Deborah Winger yeah. will be 66 on Sunday. Now, that's Ashton Kutcher's mom on the ranch. But many of you know her as the star of Urban Cowboy. Oh, yeah. So that's where I was getting this one. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in too many faces. Searching your eyes. Looking for traces of what? She was sissy. Oh, sissy. He was bud. Bud? Is that right? Uh, <laughs> no. No, it wasn't that. Wasn't it bud? That was John Travolta. I love that movie. I watched wow. that because my mom loved it, so mm-hmm. I saw it so many times. I love the song from the movie, too. Do I want Mickey Gilly. Be afraid. Oh, I want Be afraid. As long as you stand by me, stand by me. That's good stuff. Won't you stand by me if you're in need? Won't you stand? Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Deborah Winger, who is turning 65 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. We're doing this Friday thing, a beautiful day across Arkansas, sunshine and low to mid 70s across the natural state. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, so we have Country Music News today on Kelsey Ballerina. There's a hole in the bottle, leaking all this wine. It's already empty. All right, so I was working last night and I came across a video. Kelsey's put out the video to her song, Half of My Hometown. It's a song with Kenny Chesney. It's all about Knoxville, where she was raised, right? So the story is, is of course, she's a young kid, and there's this guy from Knoxville named Kenny Chesney, who is a huge megastar in country music, a famous guy around the entire world. And Kelsey dreams of one day being something like him, famous. You know, she's from the same town. So the video takes you through like a bunch of what ifs in Kelsey's life. So number one, you see her when she is, uh, they have a, a girl playing young Kelsey, who's moving from Knoxville to Nashville to chase the dream of music. And then when the young girl gets there, she starts thinking about her hometown and how she kind of misses it and what might have been if she wouldn't have left, which 
could have been babies and husbands and jobs and things like that. So you have these visions of Kelsey doing that kind of stuff. And then you see that Kelsey's made it in Nashville, but part of her will always be there in her hometown. It's a really cute video. Uh, the song is one of my favorite ones that we're playing. This is Half of My Hometown. Half of my hometown, still hanging around, still talking about that one touchdown. They're still wearing red and black, go about cats while the other half of my hometown. They all got out, some went north, some went south, still So there is a young girl playing young Kelsey, but then they also have Kelsey kind of uh, acting like she's back in high school. And again, she's a cheerleader in these different things. She looks like she could still be in high school. Definitely, yeah. It's a great video. It's up this morning if you want to check it out on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. And we've got country music news on Morgan Wallen. I love you more than a California sunset, more than a beer when you ain't he celebrated his 28th birthday yesterday, and to celebrate, he shared a photo alongside his sister, Ashlyn, and his friend, Andrew. And Morgan shares that those two people in this photo stuck by him through thick and thin. And in his caption, Morgan explained that although the last year had basically been one of the worst times of his life, yeah. that Ashlyn and Andrew never left his side. And he also admitted that he is honestly glad to see 28. Mm-hmm. And so throughout all of the controversy surrounding Morgan, these two never flinched. They are, are left his side. Um, but what's cool, you know, Morgan has slowly started to be more active on social media, sharing photos and Instagram stories, including when fishing with Eric Church. So Morgan Wallen hoping that year 28 will be better. It's going to be really interesting to see how that works out mm-hmm. because there are some people and even like as soon as everything happened, hey, you know, keep him out there. It's Morgan Wallen. He didn't mean to let it go. And there's other people who like never talk about him or play him again. There's both sides mm-hmm. and both sides feel very strongly in the way that they feel. So how is that going to flesh right. out as we go throughout the mm-hmm. year? I think it really depends on the work. You know, he said he was going in to do the work to get better, to make sure he didn't make mistakes in the future. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait yeah. and see how that works out. Also, country music news today on Chris Stapleton. Stapleton has told us the next song he's going to push as a radio single, and it's a song that's called You Should Probably Leave. And the idea behind the song is this is an on-again, off-again relationship, a couple that keeps coming back together, even though they know it's probably not best to do that. For some reason, they always end up back together. Again, the song is called You Should Probably Leave. Here's a sneak peek from Chris Stapleton. And that's called You Should Probably Leave. It's Chris Stapleton. You can check it out today on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is May the 13th. And today in pop culture in 1985, it was a big day because Ronald Reagan did this big presentation. He presented 
the Presidential Humanitarian Award at the White House to a man who was my favorite artist at the time, Michael Jackson. If they say why, why, tell them that that it's human nature. Why, why? Michael Jackson had all kinds of questions. And I told about equality, and it's you either you're wrong or you're right. It don't matter if you're black or white. Man, I love that song. Man in the mirror. Guess what? No message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, you gotta look at yourself and make a change. It's good, man. I wonder if I got. You know how I say I'm a humanitarian? Of course. I wonder if I got that because Michael Jackson was the humanitarian. You know, is that where I got that? Tell me twice. The job of one. Any reason to play Michael Jackson? Today on Pop Culture in 1991, EMF released their single, Unbelievable, in the U.S. The things you say, you're unbelievable. Oh! Today in pop culture in 1998, a television show which was iconic, an iconic comedy, said goodbye. They signed off. In 1998, they aired the final episode of Seinfeld on this day. And I did not like it. I didn't either. Everybody was upset about it because they all ended up in Mm -hmm. jail. I hate to give you the spoiler from a show from 1998, but they ended up in the jail cell together. Yeah. And it was kind of like, wait, that's it? Huh? Which was a really weird way because typically they found ways to wrap all the stories together. And they did bring people, Mm -hmm. all kinds of people together, but it wasn't the happy ending that everybody wanted, you know? Yeah. So today in pop culture in 2004, Chris Martin of Coldplay and his wife, Gwyneth Paltrow, they welcomed their daughter, Apple. And I remember that being a huge Mm -hmm. deal, the name Apple. And everybody was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) They named their kid Apple? Coldplay. Coldplay for a minute. I I didn't think you would know them. Yeah. I don't care if you do. I can I was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) To the show. We basically sound like Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) It's Arkansas. Maybe not. Okay, maybe not. And today in pop culture in 2011, Blake Shelton married Miranda Lambert. We know how it ended, but we can remember how it was for a minute. You can make a six-pack on the carpet. It's like a million-dollar bill. You can make a one-bedroom apartment. Feel like a house up on the hill. You can make my truck out in the driveway. Roll like a cleaned-up Cadillac. Girl, looking at you, looking at me that way. Rich on minimum wage. Miranda was there too. I'm a 
Flanagan. We know how all of that ended. Now it didn't end like that necessarily, but she was probably a little bit fired up. I'm giving up on love. Love's giving up on me. So today is May the 13th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was thinking about this earlier this morning. I used to love Fridays the best because Friday was the night I got to go and uh, we did wrestling at the Sportatorium in Dallas, mm-hmm. right? And as a kid, that was something that I loved because I would get to go and see my heroes, guys like Carrie Von Eric and Kevin Von Eric and Jeff Jarrett and the fabulous Freebirds and all these different, you know, superstars I got to see on Friday nights. And then eventually I got to work there with a lot of those guys, yeah. which was even, I guess, all of them. I was even more special because I got to be in there. And on Friday nights, I got to go and be a TV star and I got to record my stuff for ESPN. That was always so special. But I remember um, there was a point in my life, and this is so crazy because I don't know what made me think about it. But there was a time where, like, my grandfather would take us to the sportatorium, right? Like me and one of my friends from Plano, mm-hmm. and we'd go down to Dallas and he'd he'd take us there. And of course, when I was little, he'd stay with us. But then there got to be a point where he would he would just drop us off. Yeah. And he would ask how long the event was going to be. And it's normally a couple hours. And then he would just come back and we'd walk out the door and he'd be there. But think about this. Think about just taking your kid to an event. And I'm probably at this point 10 or 11 or 12. Okay. So young. And you go to an event where there's a bunch of adults and there's alcohol. It's downtown Dallas. Not exactly the, as they would say, the safest part of, of Dallas. You know, at this point, I don't know what it looks like now, but it wasn't probably the safest. And I was a little bit intimidated by it. But imagine doing that with our kids now, just taking our kids to an event and dropping them off. And our kids are 11 or 12. We would never do that now. Uh, No. They'd be like me just taking Kai. Hey, Kai, get a buddy. I'm going to drop you off down the road and at some event and I'll come back in a couple hours and get you. Like now, couldn't we get in trouble for that, right? It's probably abandonment. <laughs> Something. I was abandoned as a child. Wow. So like not even taking you in. You're going up the steps and you're going in as a 12-year-old by yourself. And you were a very shy, scared kid. Yeah. But I think I was so excited because I was at wrestling. And I ended up you know, knowing people there. So it probably wasn't as dangerous as like, hey, here's a Cowboys game. Go on in. There's 70,000 people you've never seen in your life. <laughs> right. But at the same point, like there's no way I would do that now. Like we go outside when Kai goes outside of our house. Right. We live in a very secluded area mm-hmm. on a very small street. And my mom used to say, make sure you're home before it's dark. Yeah. On your bike. The wrestling show started at what? Seven, eight o'clock at night. And here yes. I am. All right, go on in. Oh my goodness. In, I- a, in an unsafe area, like this area of town. And if anybody ever went there and probably very few of you ever did, but um, you know, there was like a liquor store here, liquor store here, liquor store oh my here. Goodness. Just down the road from that was, you know, uh, a shelter type of place. But there were all kinds of people because there were people who didn't have vehicles and they were walking that road all the time. And here I am here. Boom, boom, boom. So later on, they started doing events on Friday nights in a different television taping on Saturday morning. And I'll never forget. My grandfather had one of his uh, employees drop us off at the sportatorium. And it was like an early morning show. And he was supposed to come back. So the show is over. We go outside 
and we get to the front and we're waiting and our guy's not there yet. We're like, well, where is he? And we sit there and we wait and oh we wait goodness. and we wait. And all of a sudden we're seeing everybody leave. Like all the wrestlers are leaving. And finally the guy who locks up the building gets out there. And I'm just sitting there again in a in not real safe area with me and my friend. And the guy's like, are you guys okay? Like, do you need anything? And no, we're fine. We're fine. So the guy who closes and locks the building leaves. The guy who was supposed to pick us up forgot to get us. He dropped us off, but forgot he was supposed to pick us up. Oh, my goodness. You want to talk about being scared. What? Did he end up getting there? He ended up getting there. But like the deal is back then, you didn't have a cell phone. I couldn't just say, hey, Pop, I think he forgot. Yeah. Like we were just Mm -hmm. sitting there. Yeah. And what do we like? They probably handed us three or four bucks to go in, you know, get some French fries, get some cotton candy or something like that. It wasn't like we had a lot of money to go get a taxi or we would even know how to do that. That's wild. Yeah. But it's something like that, that that our our parents or grandparents did in the late 80s, early 90s. We would never Mm -hmm. do in the year 2021. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Beautiful day across the state today. Sunshine across Arkansas. High temps in the low to mid 70s, depending on where you are today. So that's something to enjoy. There's a new update out from the CDC, and it was one of those deals. I was really interested in reading more about it to see what the science was saying, you know, because like we've all heard about COVID and the vaccines and Mm -hmm. uh, the numbers we've heard today on on the percentage of Arkansans who are vaccinated is a lot lower than they were hoping for, like fully vaccinated. I think a lot of people have had one dose, but maybe not both Mm -hmm. doses on the two dose. But... So the CDC comes out and says, hey, if you've been vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask in public. You no longer have to wear a mask in in settings like the workplace if you've been vaccinated. Uh, Because they believe the vaccine is so effective that it doesn't matter anymore. When that happened, I think on my on my watch that it popped up on my watch. It popped up on my phone. <laughs> I'm telling you, I felt like because I was at a store when it happened. I felt like I heard a little bit of cheering. Yeah, it was well, weird. Well, and ever since the governor came out and lifted the mask mandate around the state, <clears throat> it seems like every week I see more people not wearing them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and again, it's a matter of what do you think and what do you want to do? And if they're telling you you don't have to do it, should you do it? Like for me, I feel like, and it's weird because I don't know, it's, I've been vaccinated. My wife has been vaccinated, mm-hmm. whether that's the popular thing or not. I don't know. But you know, we're, we're dealing with uh, Leslie's grandmother who battled COVID is still recovering and learning to walk and stand and all that kind of stuff. And you know, we've seen it. We definitely don't want to take COVID back into her house. Right. Definitely. But at the same point, I mean, <clears throat> while I do enjoy the mask and for, um, you know, kind of being a little bit more anonymous when we go yeah. out and stuff, put a hat on and a mask mm-hmm. and nobody knows. Um, there is something kind of free when it's warm just to be able to walk outside and have no mask. Yeah, it is. Or to be able to walk through a store without a mask mm-hmm. on. But I don't know. When I hear the Arkansas numbers and it's like, what, under 30% of people are fully vaccinated, I'm going, wait a minute. So if we're telling people that they can take the mask off if they've been vaccinated, and some people don't like wearing them anyway. Mm-hmm. And some people are going to just take them off because they're going to tell people they've been vaccinated, but they haven't. Right. What's going to happen? I don't know. Is it about to get messy again? Or has has COVID kind of run its course? And, and even though we're going to still see a few cases, it's not going to be like it was. Or will that drive people to go get vaccinated that haven't? Like, well, I don't want to wear this mask anymore. I'll go get vaccinated. Because I don't have to. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the vision. But there's also a part of me who's like, oh, my gosh, are we here in the danger zone? Right. right? Guard is down a little bit. We're happy, excited. Yeah. 
And there's people who didn't want to wear a mask the entire time and some people who didn't. And that's, you know, everybody had their, their own deal. But they're saying you don't even have to, to practice the social distancing anymore like we used to if you were vaccinated. But I still, the main thing I was interested in, in trying to figure out was, okay, let's say you're vaccinated and I can't get sick. Mm-hmm. Or more than likely, it's a very high ri- uh, chance that I will never get sick, never have any kind of major complication. And that's what the vaccine can pretty much guarantee you. But I still don't know that they can tell us that we can't carry it but not feel the effects. So my fear is, is in, until we know from the science that, that I can't give somebody COVID, I, like my body might not have it to the point where I'm sick. Right. But what if I was asymptomatic? And giving it to someone that could be affected. And I walked into Meemaw's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's nerve-wracking. And you run more of a risk of that when more people are out there without their masks. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to take the mask off? Am I ready to take the mask off? Yes. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I want COVID to be done. Yeah. I want it to be normal. But unfortunately, it's not all the way normal yet. But I think, too, even if it was 100%, we knew everything was fine. I think that we've all kind of been brainwashed because we've wor- we've worn it for so long. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we have this anxiety to take it off. Mm-hmm. We've worn it for so long. It's become a part of us. And we're like, but uh, okay, I just take it off now. You know, it's part of our wardrobe. But <clears throat> at the same point, I was in a store the other day. My wife needed a couple of things. And I went to the store and I was walking through there and I had a mask on. And I feel like, you know, because I did a mask campaign that was a television and radio thing. I mean, it was like kind of a deal. You yeah. know, I put the mask on. So I feel like I kind of need to if other people are still doing it. Um, but as I was walking through the store, I was looking at people and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in the minority now mm-hmm. of wearing the mask, which is how it started. Yep. <clears throat> if you remember, the people who wore the mask were going, oh, they're wearing a mask. How silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we get to the point where everybody's wearing them. And we looked at the people who weren't like, oh, how silly. Yeah. And now here I am in a mask. And people are probably going, I can't believe he's still wearing it. Just be respectful no matter what. That's my thing. But the CDC, and that's where people say, oh, the CDC says it now it's okay. But there's other people who are saying, hey, CDC, maybe you jumped the gun a little bit. So we put it up on social media. We want you to weigh in and let us know what you think, and we can all try to figure this thing out together. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Brandon, have you ever heard the word alley-oop? Alley-oop, like, is that the basketball term? Very good. Yeah. All right. That's Did where you? you run and shoot. Um, Well, you don't run and shoot. An That's alley-oop is like you throw it into the air and then somebody, like, dunks it. Yeah, somebody, but they had to run to get there. Right. Of course. So I'm in. All right. Well, the term alley-oop started as a football term. It was used in 1957 to describe a play where the quarterback would throw the ball high up to another player and he would jump to catch it. But basketball started using the term two years later. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, now we don't even think about that. It's a football term. I know. Did you know the word dilemma uh, originally meant a choice between two tough options? Three options was a trilemma. Four options was a quadrilemma and so on. I am in a quadrilemma. That is. <laughs> Actually, that, I like that word. No, I'm glad we don't use a it. A quadrilemma. Like and did you know the average person takes about 216.3 million steps in their life, which is the equivalent of walking all around the way around the earth five times? No, it's not. Oh, we my gosh. We are so healthy. Kelly was showing me her step counter earlier in the week, and it was crazy. It was like on Tuesday, she had 75 steps. You're and if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Sometimes we get into this mood just to play songs that get us pumped up, right? Mm-hmm. So what I've done is I put a bunch of songs together and I get to be like a DJ. 
Oh, that is so cool. But like a club DJ. Oh. I would be such a good – no, I don't do that kind of oh. stuff. Uh, but it will be like – I'm going to see if I can just make it all good and make people happy. Okay, I'm ready. I will be the judge. Why did I feel like Michael Scott? <laughs> well, you kind of I want of people are. to be all good. <laughs> it is good. I want people to love me. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Here comes your Friday morning energy, right? Ready. What do we call this at one point? The Wham Bam Friday Jam? Yep. Let's do this. I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night. Oh, yeah. Night. We can make Friday a good one. Ready, y'all, for the weekend. Let's go there. Let's make our escape. Come on, now let's go there. Let's ask and we You girls going out tonight like a lady. Ladies, how about all you Marias? Maria, Y'all, it is finally Friday, right? It's finally Friday. I'm free again. I got my mother Going to a river like the Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee never knew how much a muddy water meant to me. But I learned how to swim and I learned who I was. A lot about living and a little about love. Maybe you're going to a field of watermelon. He said you got a hundred gallons of sweet red wine. They from the biggest watermelons on the vine. Help yourself to some, but obey the law. Do the watermelon crawl. It's finally Friday. Give me that way. Slam bam, I'm feeling alright. Toes take a high in the blink of an eye. No need to psychoanalyze or have a stiff drink. All she's gotta do is just give me that way. Hello, Friday. Nice to meet you. We love you. Wednesday heart attack Thursday never looking back It's Friday, I'm in love You gotta fight for your right Here we go! 
Are y'all ready for the weekend? We're ready for it. Let's do this. No way! That hypocrite smokes two packs a day! Kelly says. <laughs> All right, let me turn that down just for a second. <laughs> I forgot. Whoa! So hot Many people looking at the clock, waiting for five o'clock. Pour me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only It's five o'clock somewhere. You had some fun for the weekend. I'll be in love for the rest of my life. You took me out to the deep end. It is the weekend. Live it up for the weekend. About maybe I don't know. And I'll ride into the city. I make a lot of noise. Cause the girls they are so pretty. Riding up and down Broadway on my own Scudley Roy. And the girls say, Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. You know, love isn't always perfect. A bad name. Get up. Sometimes love makes women angry. Getting you ready for the weekend. Drink too many beers on Friday after work. How about this one? Let's all come together for a second. Turn my light on. No. What I started fighting for. So you're getting set for the weekend and maybe tomorrow morning an early breakfast at Tiffany's. What? What about breakfast at Tiffany's? She said, I think I remember the film. As I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. And I said, well, that's the one thing we got. So I was telling Kelly we should pick dance songs. I picked this one. Kelly picked this one. Uh-huh. I'm stepping tall, y'all. Hey, you better believe I do. You're gonna fall when the stereos pop me. I like to rhyme. I like my beats funky. 
funky, I'm spunky. I like, like my oatmeal lumpy, I'm sick with this. Strength gangster to Mac. <laughs> Kaya Silbear is right now. Cause it's Monday, cause it's a charcoal burning Sunday. a vision, y'all. We get through today and we get the weekend. Call it an early weekend. Call it going off the deep end. Call it what you want. I made up my mind. Here we go, everybody. I don't have to be me till Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I ain't gonna face reality. Hey, speaking of Sundays, one more. Sweet Miss Yes! in the pew behind me. That's what I love about Sunday. Sing along as the choir sways. There you go. Every verse of amazing grace. And then we shake the preacher's hand. There you go. Go home into your blue jeans. Have some chicken and some baked beans. Pick a backyard football team. Not too much of anything. That's what I love about Sunday. For all you girls going out tonight. In the middle of the night, nobody else. What you gonna girls do night. with your life? Oh, daddy, do you know you're still number one? But girls, they wanna have fun. Oh, girls just wanna have wife just sent me a message. I don't want to hear it. She wanted to know what girls' night was. That's So nice we're going to have one tonight. Oh, great. But don't ask her on a straight tequila night. She'll start thinking about him. Then she's ready to fight. Blames her broken heart on every man's side. On a straight tequila night. Watch out for that tequila, y'all. Yeah, tequila makes her <laughs> what? Alright, I gotta go. Thanks for having us on this week, man. We appreciate y'all, and of course, have a great weekend. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if I said the name Paul McCartney, I think everybody knows Paul McCartney, right? Yeah. Baby, I'm amazed to wait. You know, Paul McCartney from The Beatles. So you would think at Paul McCartney's age, he might need glasses. He's 79 years old. He doesn't need glasses. He doesn't even need those readers. Like mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. Coach Matt Daniel, who was in yesterday, had his readers that were magnetic. <laughs> We need to talk. It made to you him. feel better. Didn't we it? need to talk to him about that. But anyway, so this uh, Paul McCartney says that he doesn't need these things because he does yoga with his eyes. Hmm? Yeah. So he says what he does is he puts his head still and he looks up as far as he can look to stretch his eyes, and then he goes one, it. two, three, back to the middle, 
and then all the way down. One, two, three, back to the middle, all the way to the left. One, two, three. Anyway, I then can he says, see. I'm just kidding. All of a sudden, he believes that he has exercised his eyes, hmm. and that is what has made the difference. Wow. Or back in the day, <laughs> the Beatles had a bunch of fun, <laughs> and he just ain't real sure. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's podcast, we go through uh, Kelly and her pigeon. She was fearful that the pigeon that Mm -hmm. she watched smash into the glass window was going to die. But I let you guys know that I believe that something happened to the pigeon and you'll have to go back to listen if you didn't hear it. So the info on the podcast, plus I I remember the story. It's a random story, but about how my grandfather used to drop me off in downtown Dallas. (laughs) At 12. In a neighborhood that really wasn't that safe, he just dropped me off. So <laughs> Now that you think about it, you're like, that is messed that up. That is really messed up, but we'll go through that on the podcast today as well. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Tonight, the 11th season of Blue Bloods. Uh, the fi- Sorry, the 11th season finale of Blue Bloods. Jimmy Fallon, Alan Jackson will be on there tonight. Sweet. Tomorrow night, Keegan-Michael Key will host Saturday Night Live with Olivia Rodrigo as the musical guest. Nice. And on Sunday, I know you're excited about this, Miss Universe 2021. Uh, Pitbull will perform and your hosts are Mario Lopez and Olivia Culpo. Will you invite my wife to do something on Sunday? Sure, a, sure. That is a good one. Okay. Um, American Idol is also on Sunday along with Ellen's Game of Games, the MTV, the 2021 MTV Movie and TV Awards, and then the second season finale of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist and the 19th season finale of Family Guy. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend, and we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.